节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The presidential office says that China's planned introduction of a national security law for Hong Kong poses a threat to Hong Kong's freedom and democracy. The Democratic Progressive Party says that a proposed Chinese national security law for Hong Kong represents a substantial transgression of human rights. And Taiwan reaches 40 consecutive days without any new domestically transmitted cases of COVID-19. But first, today's top story. The presidential office says that China's planned introduction of a national security law for Hong Kong poses a threat to Hong Kong's freedom and democracy. China's rubber-stamped National People's Congress opened its annual session Thursday. Chinese Premier Li Keqiang says his government will establish sound legal systems and enforcement mechanisms for safeguarding national security in Hong Kong. On Friday, presidential office spokesman Alex Huang urged Beijing and the Hong Kong government to respond to public demands for freedom and democracy rather than imposing restrictions. He also called for dialogue with Hong Kong's people. Huang said China's plan indicates that its one country, two systems formula is a violation of freedom and democracy, which will only deepen Taiwan's determination to safeguard its freedom, democracy, and sovereignty. The Democratic Progressive Party says that a proposed Chinese national security law for Hong Kong represents a substantial transgression of human rights. China recently proposed a draft bill to impose tighter restrictions on the special administrative region. The Democratic Progressive Party says that the bill will only serve to further alienate the people of Hong Kong from China. The party says that the Chinese government attempted to pass a similar bill in 2003, prompting 500,000 people to take to the streets of the city in protest. The party also noted the months of protests last year, following the proposal of a bill that would have allowed extraditions from the territory to China. The Democratic Progressive Party says that China has continued oppressing Hong Kong during the COVID-19 pandemic. It says that the latest proposal in Beijing demonstrates a blatant disregard for Hong Kongers' rights. Taiwan has reached 40 consecutive days without any new domestically transmitted cases of COVID-19. The Central Epidemic Command Center said on Friday that Taiwan's total number of cases so far remains at 441 confirmed infections, with seven fatalities. 408 COVID-19 patients have been released from quarantine, while the rest of them remain hospitalized in isolation wards. In related news, five Taiwanese nationals who returned to Taiwan from the Maldives Thursday have all tested negative for COVID-19. The sound of the Puyuma tribe on Radio Taiwan International.
Taiwan's outlying islands now have analyzers that will speed up testing for COVID-19. Taiwan's Food and Drug Administration recently approved the domestically developed analyzer, which can detect the COVID-19 virus in 85 minutes through an expedited nucleic acid testing process. The Food and Drug Administration says that older methods of nucleic acid testing require substantial processing that takes up time and resources. This is a problem in Taiwan's outlying islands because they don't receive the medical resources that local authorities on Taiwan proper do. As a result, the outlying islands' testing capabilities have lagged behind those of Taiwan proper. The analyzer's portability and ease of use will boost the ability of outlying islands to test for COVID-19. The Food and Drug Administration says that it has sent these machines to the Penghu, Jinmen, and Mazu Islands, as well as Orchid Island and Green Island. The cabinet says that its economic stimulus coupons will be made available in both digital and paper form. The coupons are designed to alleviate the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on the economy. The cabinet says that it is still working out the fine details of the stimulus coupon program. However, it says that it plans to model its distribution of the coupons on Taiwan's system for rationing surgical masks. The cabinet says that paper coupons will be given out to citizens at brick-and-mortar stores, while citizens can also choose to get the coupons delivered digitally to their phones. It says that it is working with financial institutions to incorporate credit card and digital payment platforms into the coupon distribution program. The cabinet says it expects details to be finalized and announced in early June. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. The Water Resources Agency says that ongoing seasonal storms are expected to bring enough rain to end a drought in the south of the island. The agency says that as of Friday, rainstorms had added over 121 million tons of water in total to reservoirs on Taiwan proper and its outlying islands. Much of the rainfall on Thursday in particular was concentrated along the southern end of Taiwan's central mountain range, adding 49 million tons of water to reservoirs in Taiwan's south alone. With more heavy rainfall forecast Friday across Taiwan, the agency says it's optimistic that the drought in the south will be over soon. Listen! Are you listening? <laughs> This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. The Central Weather Bureau has issued heavy rain warnings of various levels covering almost all of Taiwan. The most severe warnings cover the southwest of Taiwan, particularly mountainous inland areas of Pingdong County and Kaohsiung. The Central Weather Bureau says the heavy rainfall is due to a combination of a stationary front over Taiwan and a southwesterly airstream. The rain is not expected to stop until the daytime on Saturday. The Bureau is warning of possible landslides in mountainous areas as a result of the rain. It is also advising motorists to exercise caution and warning of high waves along the coast and possible flooding in low-lying areas of Taiwan's southwest near the sea.
Vice Premier Chen Ximai has spoken publicly about a campaign to recall Kaohsiung Mayor Han Guoyu. Chen faced off against Han during the 2018 Kaohsiung mayoral election, but lost to him, winning only 44.81% of the vote. A campaign to recall Han is now in its final stretch, with a vote set for June 6th. On Friday, Chen said of the campaign to oust his former electoral rival that recall elections are part of the democratic process. Han apologized to the residents of Kaohsiung after he took leave from office to run in Taiwan's presidential elections this year. However, Chen says that Han had a very different attitude going into the presidential election. Chen says that Han should also tell the people of Kaohsiung about whether he has kept the promises he made during his failed run for president. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.